MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Well, here we go again. 11 p.m. and the battle begins. He kicks off the extra comforter. She grumbles and pulls it back up. They toss and turn. Covers go up. Covers go down. It's the same every night. One is too hot. One is too cold. No one is happy. No one is getting optimal sleep. There will be no spooning tonight. But there's an answer for relationships that run hot and cold. The pod by Eat Sleep. The pod is the first bed to combine dynamic temperature regulation with sleep tracking to ensure you both get a good night's sleep. That means you both can have it your own way. That's right. Each side of the bed is programmable and will respond in real time to keep your body at the optimal temperature for deep and restful sleep. Customers who sleep on the pod fall asleep faster. Toss and turn 25% less. Have a 17% increase in periods of deep sleep. Right now, get $150 off your pod and free shipping when you go to 8sleep.com slash vsin. E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash vsin. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. 
I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Monday, everyone. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend, a huge football weekend. Uh, I just want to let you guys all know Circa did release all their bowl game openers. So get ready, strap up, strap in. We are getting ready for a huge bowl game season. So there's going to be tons of games. We're going to be talking about them all. I can't wait to talk all my systems with you guys. I got some fantastic systems. Betting against the public, this is the best time of year because these games, number one, they get released so far in advance. The bets just build up, build up, build up. You have so much public action, and therefore the market is very, very soft right now. It's full of recreational money. So um, we do have our big bowl game uh, guide coming out. It's coming out on the 16th, so a week from today. You can pre-order it today if you'd like. Uh, It's going to be fantastic. We're going to have experts breaking down every single matchup. We're going to have three different sets of power ratings so you can help you make your picks. We're going to have expert picks with their 10 best best bets. Uh, Brent Musburger and Steve Mackinan will have a position in the side on every single uh, side in total. So if you're interested, you can go to vsan.com uh, slash subscribe. You can pre-order. It's only $14.99, so $15 bucks you will get that access. But also, we do have tons of promos going on right now at VEASAN. You can get that yearly membership for $240. Gets, gets you everything, every bowl guide, every point sp- spread weekly, every replay of all the different uh, on-air programming, plus that afternoon best bet email. So that's only $240. Bucks. You get your free hat, free shirt from the uh, bookmaker Blonde Ale, uh, our new beer, which is awesome, but there's some awesome black uh, shirts and hats you can choose from. You can go to, uh, if you're looking for a stock stuff or two, you can go to the VEASAN store, uh, VEASAN.com, uh, or store.VEASAN.com, tons of great stuff there, so I want to see merch all across the country, but get ready because bowl season is upon us. So today, guys, uh, happy Monday. We have not, uh, I, I consider today a quality, not a quantity day, so we don't have a ton of action. We have Monday Night Football, obviously, so we're going to do a quick recap of NFL uh, Week 14 yesterday, talk about, uh, it was kind of an interesting day where um, the books got killed, but both pros and Joes did well because there's a lot of overlap on these games. So we'll recap uh, NFL yesterday from Sunday. We'll talk Monday Night Football. Uh, it's an awful matchup, Giants and Eagles, but uh, I see a lot of value on the total in that one. I also want to give you a little preview for one bowl game in particular that I'm seeing uh, one of my favorite system matches on. So we'll hit on that, so stay tuned. And then uh, just for regular you know, nuts and bolts today, we have three college basketball games. There's one in particular I want to hit on. Uh, your biggest, most heavily bet game of the night, Minnesota and Iowa. So we'll talk about that one. Seeing a sharp spread play. NBA, we got nine games. So we'll hit on those. And then NHL, the gift that keeps on giving. We got four games in the NHL. I got two system matches we'll hit on. So uh, we got a lot to get to today, guys, even though we have a short slate. Uh, but as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you had a fantastic weekend sweating all your games. Uh, the Rams last night. How about that, guys? Rams were uh, incredible. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, wise, most wise guy play you'll ever see. And it's always great when they come through and, uh, and you look like a genius in plays like that. Uh, but want to make sure uh, everyone knows, you know, make sure you're on Twitter. Housekeeping, as always, get on Twitter. Follow at Live. That's the best way to stay in touch with us and get constant sports betting updates all throughout the day. What I love about the VEASAN Twitter is, you know, there's like a, a minute, a minute 30 clips from, you know, dozens of different sharp handicappers all day talking about every game you can think of. So, great resource. It's free. Get on Twitter. Follow at VEASAN Live. You can also follow me at Josh underscore Insights. And you can always email me, Josh at VEASAN.com. Uh, and as always, guys, uh, if you're looking for a stocking stuffer, you're late to the party. Uh, it is still not too late to order the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, my book. 
Um, great stocking stuff or great gift for yourself or a loved one, anyone who is interested in learning more about sports betting, getting a foundation down, getting a philosophy down, learning the ins and outs, the fundamentals, t- tips, strategies, contrarian, sharp, shop for the best line, bankroll management, all that. So you can find my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. So let's do a quick recap of yesterday, guys. Yesterday was a, a great day in the NFL. So uh, just talking about a bunch of games that came through. So what was interesting to me is that um, favorites went 8-5-1 ATS. Straight off the bat, you say, ooh, favorites did well. That means public had a good day. Sharps probably got killed. Um, and then books probably got killed as well. But the interesting thing is that hopefully everyone's able to join us on the Lombardi line yesterday because we were talking about how it was kind of an interesting day where you had a lot of pros and Joes in agreement on a lot of these sides. So it's not automatic that you think pros and Joes are on opposite sides of a game. There are a lot of situations where they were in agreement. Um, so we'll hit on, on that and just the concept. you got to remember, guys, it's it's not always, you know, wise guys and average Joes are on opposite sides. They do overlap. You know, more often than not, yeah, they, they may be on different sides because, you know, remember, public is betting based on gut instinct, bias, favoritism, uh, recency bias, you know, who's got the bigger name team, more star players, who's at home, who's the favorite, whereas average Joes are really covering up the names of the teams, looking at matchups, looking at power ratings, looking at, um, you know, head-to-head stats, and, and they're basically betting numbers, not teams. So it's not often, but it does happen. They overlap. So it was an interesting day yesterday where if you actually look at uh, what we consider, quote-unquote, public sides, so, so, you know, teams that were getting at least 50% of tickets or more, they're 10-3-1 ATS. Um, so we'll run through a bunch of these because I, I think it's always important on a Monday, you know, Monday morning morning quarterback. Um, I think, you know, the key of being a successful sports better is always trying to Learn from your mistakes, um, be aware of your strengths, and then focus on your strengths, but also you know, put time into um, hopefully strengthening your weaknesses. But it's always good the day after a big Sunday of the NFL to kind of go through the board. What did I get right that I can lean on in the future? What did I get wrong? What did I miss? I think it's really critical. Uh, and today with a short slate, not a ton of games, so I think it's easy to do. Um, but obviously the best game of the day yesterday, guys, which was just incredible, was um, the, the L.A. Rams. That you can put that game in a blueprint, you know, print it out, uh, put it up on your fridge. If if you need a uh, an example of what a wise guy play is, that was the Rams yesterday. We talked about it in the newsletter. We talked about it on the Lombardi line. I always love it when me and Michael overlap uh, for maybe different reasons, but um, Rams were just epitome of a sharp play. Love seeing everyone cash the Rams. Uh, Seattle, and this is why it was so sharp. Seattle, two thirds of bets, most heavily bet game of the night. Right off the bat, Rams had great contrarian value. You know, because remember, bet against the public, you want to do it in the most heavily bet games so the most public action. That way you can take advantage of these uh, shaded lines, inflated numbers, and, and public bias. So heavy betting Seattle, pretty pretty easy, guys. It opened Seattle minus 2.5, flipped all the way to Rams minus 1. Now why on earth would the books drop the line if if public is, you know, on a, whenever this game was released, maybe Sunday night, Monday, they say Rams. Rams are awesome. Russell Wilson never loses in prime time. I'm only laying 2.5. Boom, taking that all day. Then on Wednesday, they see it's down to, to two. You know, Thursday, it's down to one and a half. Then it's a pick Then it's minus one. You know, why are the odds makers giving public betters a better number on Seattle when they're on them to begin with? This is a position you always got to remember, reverse line movement. Books don't always want to keep balanced action and, and cash the juice. Yes, in a vacuum, that is what their goal. Because no matter what the outcome is, they'll just take that 10 cents or higher. Um, they're taking a position because the new Rams with a sharp play. So, again, huge reverse line movement. It's the easiest way to spot sharp action. 
It's when majority of bets are on a team like Seattle, but the line completely flips and moves to Rams. So it was a great spot there with the Rams cashing. They won 28-12. Easy sweatless victory for the wise guys in the VEASAN um, Market Insights podcast listeners and Lombardi line listeners. Uh, Also the under. Primetime unders, guys. We're going to talk about it in a second with Eagles-Giants, but primetime under. uh, Last night's under was 47.5-48. Um, it landed on, what, 40? So pretty sweatless win there. Uh, and now primetime unders, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. They're 26-16 and 16 on the year, 62%. We're also going to talk a lot about divisional unders, divisional unders late in season. Um, that's another one that will, that will match for tonight. But Rams are awesome. Huge wise guy cash. 49ers were a huge pros versus Joes game. Uh, majority of bets are on the Niners. But again, going from three down to one and a half. It's not always going to be public. You know, public doesn't really move a number. It's wise guys with, with an edge moving a number who have the respect to the books. So, pros and Joes, Niners game. That was an incredible game. I love watching that game. Um, as I see uh, Tom Brady battle, and, you know, the, the Chiefs did did cover as a uh, as a dog, but I, I worry uh, what could have been with Jimmy G, uh, if you were a Pats fan. Uh, but we, uh, we keep our faith in Brady. He ain't too old yet. When he ran for that first down, I don't know if you guys saw the game, but huge moment. He ran for, like, 15 yards, and it was just epic. Stadium was chanting Brady. Brady, um, but I digress. Uh, but that was a big pros and Joe's cash on the Niners. Open at three, got to one and a half. They won 48-46. Um, great, just a great game. Uh, biggest contrarian win of the day was the Redskins, guys. I was taking a victory lap on the Redskins because I love the Skins. They opened around 14. They got down to 13. They're they're the number one contrarian play of the day. Um, you had almost three out of four bets on Green Bay, but sharp reverse line moved to Washington. And those Skins, baby, they lost 20-15, to 15, but they covered the number. Uh, so that was my best hit there with the skins um, covering that that spot there. Also had a bunch of sharp dogs cash. The Broncos, uh, plus 9.5 down to 8. They crushed the Texans, so great spot on the Broncos. Dolphins are another pros versus Joes. They're getting majority bets. They went from plus 6 to plus 5. Should have won that game. They lost, but they still covered 22-21 to the Jets. Uh, and then Chiefs, obviously, uh, beat my Pats straight up 23-16. So that was another dog uh, dog hit. And then uh, road favorites are interesting. Perfect 4-0 ATS. The Titans... Minus three, crushed the Raiders, 42-21. Steelers, uh, minus two and a half beat cards, 23-17. The Chargers and the Jags, my two worst teams I absolutely hate and despise. Of course, Chargers play great when they're playing the the Jags, who completely quit. Minus three and a half, and uh, Chargers won 45-10. And then Ravens, um, that one annoyed me. I was on Bills, plus six and a half. I got a good number. Um, The Ravens covered minus six and a half. They won by seven, but was able to cash um, big windy under up in Buffalo. Up in, uh, up in Orchard Park. It was about 18 mile an hour win, so I was able to get the under there. Uh, and then the Falcons were another pros versus Joe's one. Um, both wise guys support and public support. They went from 2.5 to 3.5. They crushed the Panthers 40 to 20, so that was a good one. And then uh, pushed on Tampa Bay, minus 3, and they uh, they won 38 35. So overall, not a bad day in the NFL. Um, we're definitely getting, you know, winding down here. We're, you know, after tonight, it's week 15, really only three weeks left in the regular season. So let's finish up strong. Um, but again, good good day for for both public better sharps and uh, and sharp line movement. And the Rams again, print that out, put it up on the fridge. Uh, that's the sharpest game you'll ever see. And it's great to see us cash that. So, getting right into Monday Night Football, guys. Um, big matchup tonight, and by big, I mean who cares? This game is terrible. This game is awful. But uh, that doesn't matter because uh, money is money, green is green, and it doesn't matter who you bet on. If you bet on Saints 49ers or you bet on uh, Giants-Eagles, uh, a winning bet cashes the exact same. So this one's interesting to me in it for a couple of reasons. Number one, um, if you look at you know just the way these teams are trending, uh, Eagles have lost three straight. They got 
They got beat straight up by the Dolphins, 37-31 last week as a 10.5-point favorite. Philly's been disappointing. They're minus 10-point differential. They're averaging 23 a game on offense, giving up 20, uh, 24 on defense. But as bad as it is for Philly, they actually still have a shot at the playoffs. Um, if they can beat Giants tonight, which, you know, they're a, what an, almost a 10-point favorite. It seems like they should and will, uh, unless Eli pulls a rabbit out of the hat, like against my Pats and David Tyree, uh, the game that shall not be mentioned, or maybe Mario Manningham, uh, that second Super Bowl. Um, if they win the Eagles, they can pull even with the Cowboys. They will both be 6-7. and seven. Dallas will have the tiebreaker because they beat Philly earlier 37-10 to 10 in mid-October. Um, but it's interesting that you think Philly's terrible, but they could actually still make the playoffs if the Cowboys continue to implode. So uh, the Giants, you know, um, what can we say about the Giants? They've lost eight straight. They have the second-worst record in the NFL behind the Bengals, who are 1-12. Um, they got crushed by the Packers 31-13 last week at home in that snowy game. Uh, they're a 6.5-point dog in that one. New York is minus 109 in point differential, just terrible. They're averaging 19 a game, giving up 28 a game. Um, they will be starting Eli Manning today, uh, tonight, guys, though. So this is kind of interesting because, you know, Daniel Jones played well, struggled. Actually, his stats aren't that bad, but he's out with an ankle injury. And this is Eli Manning's first start since week three. So he's got to be rested. He's got to be healthy. You know, what do you get out of Eli tonight? I think that's the question you got to ask yourself if you're going to bet this spread. So the hard play for me is the spread. The, e- the much easier play in the play I love is the total. But if you look at the spread, um, just based on where it opened, open with Eagles as an eight and a half point home favorite. And bets are about even. You know, you'd think it'd be heavy, heavy Eagles, but public's down on the Eagles. So even though bets are about even, tickets are about split, you've seen the line go eight and a half all the way up to ten. Uh, it wasn't ten everywhere, it briefly hit ten. Uh, but ga- but books that hit ten immediately got hit by Giants plus ten money. And now the line is down to nine and a half. Some books are down to nine. So really, the books are kind of telling you that they don't want to go to 10. 10 is, far, 10 is as far as they'll go. Um, and really, you know, nine and a half, they're, they're willing to go to nine and a half, but key number of 10, that, that's, that they won't go that far. So to me, this would be hold your nose and take Giants for the sole reason of, you know, it's a divisional dog on the road. Um, if you look at road divisional dogs this year, they're 21 and 15, they're 58%. Um, you are getting a lot of points for a late season December game within the division. Um, so for those reasons, I kind of lean Giants there. Uh, however, my caveat would be I'm only taking Giants if they go to 10. I'm not taking 9.5. I'm not taking 9. I bet the Giants so many times this year, and they have let me down so many times. Four, I can't believe they're only 4-8 and eight ATS. feels like they're 0-10 ATS. Um, and I also don't like the fact that tickets are out even. At least if I'm going to bet the Giants, I want them to be super contrarian, and I want, like, 10, 20% of tickets on them. They're getting way too much love, I think, because public's down in Philly. So it worries me this is Philly in a blowout, and it's just hard to back Eli, hard to back the G-Men. You would have that trend on you know, road dogs, division dogs, road dogs off a loss, all matching Giants. But, again, it's tough to it's tough to back Eli in this spot. So I'm inclined, unless I get a 10, to lay off here. I'm not going to go Philly um, just because in a divisional game like that, I'm not laying a big number, and I'm also not going to lay the back end of a you know open eight and a half. And now I'm going to bet nine and a half. It's just to me, there's no value there. So again, Philly or uh, Giants only at ten. But you know, if I don't get that, I'm more than happy to lay off. Uh, what I really like in this game is the under. So the under is really catching you know all of my systems here across the board. So right off the bat, public's on the over. It opened at 47. It's down to 45. So immediately you say to yourself. Uh, sharp reverse line move to the under. You know, public's betting over. Why do the books drop the line to give a better number? 
two overbetters. It's because they took in a big wave of smart money on the under. So just on the surface, a line moved to the under, 47 down to 45. Hiring is challenging, and it used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy, and you only have to go to one place to get it done, ZipRecruiter. In fact, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, and they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you cannot miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Right now, listeners here can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Uh, but beyond that, just ton of system matches here. So number one, um, if you look at um, late season, um, December, divisional unders, they're 6-4 and four this year. They are 284 and 216. That's 57% historically. So divisional unders, built-in familiarity, typically it's these lower scoring games. When you get to December, um, they get even better. And if you look at December divisional unders, when the total is 45 or higher, which is where we are now, they get up to 60% since 2003, according to Bet Lab Sports. So this would be a divisional under. Divisional unders just straight up are 37 and 30 this year, 55%. You also have a prime time under, just like last night. Best time to go uh, contrarian and bet an under is in these really, really public games that are just loaded with average Joe money um, betting the over because they want to see a high-scoring, entertaining game. Uh, but these prime time unders, 26 and 16, 62%. So if your divisional under match, your late season divisional under, 45 or higher match, your primetime under match, and if that wasn't enough, we got some win tonight, baby. Uh, if you're looking at the wins here, latest forecast for Lincoln Financial Field, uh, around 15, 16 miles an hour, and it's going to be, could even be some rain, um, it's going to be super windy, 15 miles an hour, that, that, that is all great value to the under. So under is really the play for me. Um, I was able to get 45 and a half, um, 45, kind of a key number, not really with totals. Totals key numbers aren't as big, but always like 41, 42, 47, 49, those kind of, um, those kind of situations. But, um, even at 45, I, I like the value here. And what I like is, um, if you look at divisional or sorry, windy unders 10 miles an hour or more, um, they are in conference, conference games. Cause again, non-conference, um, you really don't know what to expect, from a team you're not familiar with, so therefore it benefits the offense. You know, defense is you know just kind of caught off guard. But 10 mile an hour wins in conference games, they're 21 and 10 this 21 and 11 this year, 66%. They're 57% historically. Um, and if you look at cherry on top, a windy division under 10 miles an hour or more, they're 60% historically. They're seven and two this year. So um, really, the under uh, to me is your top play tonight. Hopefully Eli doesn't throw a bunch of pick sixes. Um, but I think the, uh, you know, if you like, to, if you want to hold your nose, take Giants at 10, I get it. Uh, if you even tell me you like Philly, I don't love that at all, but, you know, I can't argue. Um, to me, the top play is the uh, is the under here, uh, matching all those systems. Division under, windy under, late season under, um, really, really all of them. Um, let's flip it over to a little college hoops. Let's talk some college hoops, guys. So there's only three games tonight. But there are um, two games in particular that caught my eye. 
first one was um, smaller game, 7 o'clock game, Columbia and Duquesne. I uh, saw a little bit to the over in this one. The total opened at uh, 133.5, and it's either stayed 133.5 or even gone up to 134.5. So um, just based on kind of a, a low-bet game where public uh, really isn't keeping an eye on it, uh, the fact that I did see get hit twice with sharp money at 133.5, um, I think there's some value there with some wise action to the over. Also like that Columbia is 7-3 and three to the under, and Duquesne is 5-2 and two to the under. So these are two teams that trend under, and the, and the odds makers know that, you know, if anyone has bet on either of these teams to the under this year, they've cashed. So you have that kind of bias in mind where, um, you know, if a team does really well to the under, number one, you say, how can you not t- keep taking the under? But on the other hand, it's like, you know, books set those lines with public bias to the under in mind. So therefore, you're kind of getting a deflated over number, if that makes sense. Um, so I do like this spot to uh, to the over if you want to sweat a little Columbia Duquesne if you can get over 133 and a half. Um, the top play of the of the night to me though is Minnesota and Iowa. Uh, this is going to be your most heavily bet game it's, again. Only three games tonight. This eight o'clock prime time. Um, this is a big conference showdown here, and uh, I've seen some good sharp action to the Road Dog Gophers here. So Iowa open minus six and a half point favorite at home, and they're down to six or even five and a half. And they're getting 7 out of 10 bets, 3 out of 4 bets, 8 out of 10 bets. So public is heavy on Iowa. Uh, again, just based on, um, you know, Iowa's 6-3, and three, Minnesota's 4-4. Four and four. Uh, But that heavy betting on Iowa, and yet the line fell 6.5 down to 6, 5.5. If you can still see a book hanging a 6.5 shot for the best line, or even a 6, maybe a weight, if you can get 6 or 6.5, I think there's good value in Minnesota here. That would be your road conference dog with sharp reverse line movement. Um, and um, look at the Gophers. They've you know, been playing uh, pretty decent. They beat Clemson 78-60 last game as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, and they definitely have a ton of rest advantage. They haven't played since December 2nd. I wasn't played since December 6th um, when they had that crazy game. Um, Michigan, Iowa, they lost 103-91, just like an NBA score there. Um, but sharp line move, road dog to Minnesota. Um, also kind of like the over here. It opened 145. It's up to 145 now for 146. Public's kind of on the under, but uh, it's kind of a sharp contrarian um, overplay. And uh, both teams are um, on offense. You know, Iowa's averaging 80 a game. They're giving up 72. Minnesota's averaging 72. They're only giving up 63. Uh, but again, they're both good to the under, so it's kind of an inflated or, um, you know, kind of buy low, go the other way over spot. So, um, I know it's a bizarre world hearing me talk overs, but um, just anecdotally and me betting on, um, I've kind of tweaked it a little bit where I was like 90% unders, 10% overs, and now I'm more like maybe 60% unders, 40% overs, and uh, definitely been cashing some overs. So, I think we're still in that bizarro time twilight zone where, um, you know, it's kind of like snake bit unders and still kind of having that over trend. So, we got to monitor that as always, but um, it's still think there's something in the air where a lot of these games are going over. So, um, yeah, if you get uh, Duquesne over, Iowa over, and uh, Minnesota getting the points. Let's flip it over to NBA. Um, there are nine NBA games tonight, guys, and a few that caught my eye. First one, Clippers and Pacers. Sharp spot to the Pacers here, guys. Um, Clippers are obviously great, 17-7. Uh, and seven. Indy's not bad either, though. They're 15-8. and eight. Uh, But you did see Kawhi Leonard ruled out for this game uh, with rest, resting his knee. But this game opened a short spread to begin with, Clippers minus one, and now it's flipped to Pacers minus one and a half. And it looks like it may even go to two. 
So I think you have an injury and a good line move, sharp line move, two Pacers, public still betting Clippers, even though Kawhi's out. And you've seen that line move to the Pacers. So if you can get Pacers, you know, minus one and a half, I'd even consider a money line play here, just win the game, uh, minus 120. You're just kind of like paying a high juice. But uh, good move to the Pacers in that game. That one was definitely interesting. Um, if you take a look at Pistons and Pelicans, um, this one is interesting as well. Uh, I think you have a decent possible overplay. It opened at 226.5. It's up to 227.5 or 228. And this would um, kind of meet our high total rising. So if you look at uh, this is system that I made, because um, I've uh, been digging a lot into I have all these great under systems, but I want some over spots too. But if you look at the over when it's 220 or higher and the line goes up a point, um, it is 30 and 27 this year. It's nothing crazy, um, but I did see some sharp action to the over. Um, actually just came in. The other thing I like is you got three over refs, Eric Lewis, big over guy, um, Ben Taylor and Lauren Holtkamp, all big to the over. So uh, if you want to sweat a little over in the Pelicans game, I can't blame you. Kings Rockets though, sharp play to the under here, uh, opened at 227, 227 and a half. It's still, it's still the same or it's even fallen 227 and you have heavy, heavy betting over, but yet sharps have been keeping that number as is, hitting the uh, under 227 and a half. A uh, couple decent under refs overall. And uh, if you take a look, kind of the Rockets, you think they're a huge um, over team just with Harden and Westbrook, and you just think of them scoring a million points. But um, they're actually not bad to the to the under. And then the Kings are actually one of your top under, under teams this year overall. So um, looking at a high total under, uh, under 227 Kings game. Keep cruising. Uh, under the Magic Bucks, kind of a great pros versus Joes. You got majority bets over, but sharp money under. The total fell 219 down to 218. Uh, and Bucks are known as a high-scoring team, but you actually have uh, the Orlando Magic as a really slow pace under team. So I did see some sharp action there on the under uh, 219 to drop it. Uh, keep cruising. Last couple ones here, OKC and the Jazz. Saw some sharp action on OKC. Open 8.5, it's down to 8. Um, Thunder are the dogs there. And you did see uh, you know, public betting Jazz, but line moved to OKC. So Sharp's kind of like the 8.5 there. Also the under, 212.5 down to 210.5. Jazz are one of your best under teams. Uh, so be another um, uh, divisional under that falls at least one point match. Um, so that would be another... Uh, Another uh, connection there for a system that we like. And uh, not a huge ref play, but looks like Sharps hit it twice under 212.5 and, and again under 211.5. And, and then last game of the night, uh, anyone wants to sweat an over, Grizzlies and Warriors. Open 218.5, it's up to 219.5. Public's on the under, but are con- rare contrarian over. Where Sharps been killing that over. They've hit it a bunch of different times. 218. Uh, it dipped to 217 and a half at one book, hit that over 218, over 218 and a half. So kind of a rare spot, maybe a, a run and gun, lots of offense, no defense type play to the over in uh, Golden State and Memphis. Now let's flip it over to our favorite sport, NHL. Man, I love NHL. Um, just keep grinding like we always do, but looking at rest, looking at goals for, goals against, home road, head-to-head matchups, splits, goalies. It's been great so far. So couple that did match uh, for some systems that we like. These are a couple big favorites, but again, you got you to gotta, you know, just kind of move with the punches and know that when you're betting different sports, um, you always want to stay contrarian and you know, have that sharp foundation, but 
not all sports are made equal. So, again, we've been leaning on a lot of favorites in hockey. There's a reason for it. Favorites do much better in hockey than other sports. And um, I got no problem laying chalk when I got a, when I got a good match. So one is, uh, one is the Washington Capitals tonight. They're at home against the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Jackets are minus 20, goals four goals against. They're 3-6-3 three, three on the road. Washington is at home. They are plus 27, goals four goals against. That's a massive discrepancy. Plus 27, Washington, minus 20, Columbus. Uh, Washington is 8-2-4 at home. They're also getting Nicholas Backstrom back, uh, one of their best centers. Um, and then uh, they also have a rest advantage. So Washington, if it wasn't lopsided enough, um, they are they last played the sixth. Columbus last played the seventh. So you're laying a big number. Always bet to risk, not bet to win. But you're on minus 215 with uh, with the Washington Caps. So I'm digging the Caps there. Uh, and if, if you're a puck line type guy, I wouldn't mind that either. Minus one and a half, plus 130, plus 120. Not a bad spot. But um, I'm just going bet to risk, bet bet to win. Risk a unit to win a half unit on uh, on the Washington Caps. Next one is my Boston Bruins. Also getting a, the greatest center on earth back uh, back on ice, Patrice Bergeron. But the Bees are plus 32, goals four goals against. They're 8-3-1 on the road. They're going to Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa's minus 16, goals four goals against. They're 7-5 and five at home. Um, but you've seen this line open around minus 180. It's all the way up to minus 190. So I would match our road favorite system with a line move. Uh, and I did see Sharps hit Boston, minus 180 immediately, minus 185 again. Uh, this is an arrest advantage, uh, but this would be, again, another lopsided play where uh, goals for, goals against, big discrepancy. And then also, um, kind of like that Bruins have lost two in a row, so you're getting a good team hungry to get back on track, and I think a date with the Sens, right with, right with the doctor ordered there. So, uh, yeah, two big faves, but again, bet to risk, not bet to win. Uh, half, one unit to get about a half unit, the Bruins and the Caps. Keep an eye on that one, uh, or those two overall. Now, uh, I want to end it up, end up the pod with a little heads up, keep an eye out for my favorite system match. It's called Military Academy Unders, and it's falling as we speak. Uh, so it's Army-Navy. It's one of the best traditions around. Um, this game is the 14th, so it's this Saturday. And... Uh, the total is tanking, and there's a reason why. So if you look at where it's opening, the total opened at 44. It's all the way down to 41. When I started the podcast, it was at 42. So literally, as we speak, it's tanking. So I think this is a sharp underplay. It's going to come to a point, you see this a lot if you've been in the game long enough, where um, number one, military academy totals are great to the under. So it's a perfect storm where both teams uh, basically run the ball every single time. They chew up the clock. The under, it's it's crazy, guys. You're not going to believe this, but Military Academy unders, Army plays Navy. You know, Navy plays Air Force. Air Force plays Army. Just those three teams, anytime they play each other, the under is 34-9, 79%. So it's just awesome, um, and it would match, obviously, for this game upcoming uh, coming up here. If you look at last year, Army-Navy, it was a 17-10 game. The total was 38 uh, and land on 27 and went under. So great sharp spot to the under. And the reason why, again, they, they both run the ball and they never throw it and they chew up the clock. And, um, you know, I kind of, I wonder if there's a thing where like, you don't want to embarrass the other team. You're both kind of brothers in arms, that, that sort of thing. But this is a really, really sharp under play. This is my favorite system called the military Academy system. And, um, I learned it back in my old job, Sports Insights, and uh, it's like every year me and, me and my old colleagues would wait for this game, and immediately when it opened, we'd wait for it to pop up on the live odds. As soon as it, get, it came on board, we'd hit the under. Um, 
and uh, it's kind of just you know a great grinder system. And then you can you can sweat it under, and it's the only game of the day on Saturday, two three o'clock game. So gonna be super heavily bet. But uh, yeah, I would jump on that as soon as you can if you didn't earlier. It's now down to forty and a half, forty one. It's literally tanking as we speak, um, and I think it's only gonna go further. And there there probably be a point gets to thirty eight, thirty seven, and then you probably see some buyback. Um, if you can get anything above forty. Um, I think you're, uh, I think you're in a great historical situation there. The army Navy under, uh, that's about it guys. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Um, we are back at it. We're grinding. The holidays are coming up here. Um, kind of a, a quieter end day, but, uh, a lot to, uh, a lot to get down on tonight. So, um, hope everyone has a great start to the week. Let's start off strong. Stay sharp, stay contrarian. Know that I am always here for you. You can find me at Josh underscore insights on Twitter. You can um, always email me, josh at beeson.com. Uh, remember, our bowl guide's coming up. Uh, great great uh, discounts and um, kind of uh, saving some money off our big memberships here. So you go to beeson.com slash subscribe. Go to the store, get some merch. Uh, and as always, you're looking for a stocking stuff or a present for you or a loved one, buy my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, a great starter. If you're looking to get into betting, uh, and even if you're a true wise guy, it's got some good systems in there that can increase your return on investment. So uh, stay uh, stay sharp, stay contrarian. I'll catch you at the window. Have a great Monday, and as always, avoid parlays. Take care, guys. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.